Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Flank uh, live from the Optic Major Day 2. I'm joined by Chris Duarte, a.k.a. Parasite. We got Benji Nassim, and then, of course, we got the one and only Patrick Price, a.k.a. Aches, who finally was able to make it here. Pat, how was your flight? How was everything going? Everything good? The flight wasn't too bad, Tom, but the, the Uber ride to the hotel was a little... I heard, rocky, I heard you had a little, some problems. What happened, Pat? Let them know. Yeah, my Uber driver may have been a little <laughs> under the influence, uh, got in a little accident, lost their mirror. <laughs> the mirror was riding passenger seat on the way to the hotel, but... Look, we got here, Tom. We got here. <laughs> you made it here safe. That's all that matters, Pat. It's a pleasure to have you. We missed you yesterday. Chris, how you doing? I know you've been playing in challenges today. You haven't lost, right? Uh, yeah, we won both our matches. We play uh, Decimate, which is that team with uh, Dave, Patty, Yuli, and Prolute tomorrow. So we'll uh, we'll play those guys tomorrow morning. But, yeah. Oh, yeah, good. man. Can't and then, complain. of course, we got the one and only Ben Genesee. Ben, we were here all day watching the matches, getting yeah. turned. Uh, had a few drinks, some pizza. We're feeling nice, man. A lot of good matches today. You didn't today. have no pizza. That was crim. Okay, crim I had like had one pizza. slice, and Porter yeah. ate like two boxes by himself. I've never seen anything like it before. <laughs> but. but now it's been good. I've been here for like 11 hours already. Uh, you know, we were grinding, doing a little bit of the morning stream. And, uh, yeah, I mean, five, as always, Friday's a banger with the five matches. Yep. Um, and I would say overall we had some results that we expected, but we had two massive upsets that we're going to talk about later on in the show. You know, I don't think anyone saw coming. Definitely not. I mean, the matches today were absolutely insane. We'll get into it. The first match of the day was actually a loser's round one. Every single match today uh, today was a loser's bracket match. So if you lost, you're out. You're going yeah. home. First match, we had the Los Angeles Gorillas going up against the Vegas Legion. We'll switch on over. We'll take a look at the stats. But this was one that went uh, to Vegas. Vegas went up 3-1. On the LAG for six. first 4v6 ever. So take a look at these stats, and uh, you will notice that there's two extra players for the Los Angeles Gorillas. And you might sit here and say, why? Uh, Arsides, he felt a little ill after the first map. Uh, wasn't feeling too well. They had to make an emergency substitution. But the two subs that LAG have, Spart and Neptune, were both in the middle of a Challengers match at the time. So they brought in Marky e. B for the second map, Search and Destroy. He came in, he dropped a whopping zero and six in the second map. And then we go into the third map, and somehow, someway, LAG wins the Fortress control. They're able to take an offense uh, off the Vegas Legion, and they're able to take the control. And then, of course, we go to the fourth map, where Spart ended up coming in for Marky B, and they ended up losing it there. But It was a close game. It was a really close was game, close. and it was, a, it was a good match. But LAG, they definitely fell short this weekend. I mean, Ben, we'll kick it off with you. Taking a look at those stats as well, really seems like they struggled in the slaying department. I mean, what happened to the Los Angeles Gorillas this weekend? Well, obviously, like, uh, hopefully Alex feeling good. I know he tweeted just like a heart emoji, but I haven't heard anything else. So I just assume maybe it's dehydrated or something. What's going on there? Uh, I mean, for LAG, man, I think, you know, last weekend they were sitting, what, 0-3. We were like, this team's kind of chalked, and they won two matches, beating Vegas backed into the eighth spot. We're like, okay, maybe they're good. Pulled up here, had a tough one against Seattle, and then this series, uh, I just a lot of the stuff we've seen with this LAG team, of especially in the respawn, they've really, really, really like regressed from where they were when they first came in, uh, in the spot. Uh, the S&D is, is decent at times, but really spotty. I think there's a lot for them to work on with the squad, and I think the biggest problem yeah, I think we talked about it on the last show. It's just they have, like, too many ARs. Yeah, I agree. I feel like I, the too many ARs is a problem. Go ahead, Pat. I was going to say, I mean, 
Yeah, when they went 0-3, they were kind of all getting shit on. But when they won those those two matches at the end of the, the, the online matches, Assault was frying. Yeah. Like, he fried in both those series. Um, and he also fried in the first series they played against Surge. Like, if you look at those stats. like He, he played was the, well versus Yeah, Seattle. he was the best player on the team. And, and they went the distance. They arguably could have won that series. But here he got shit on. And I, I think he's a huge X factor for this team. Like, he has to perform well. Um, but I don't know. I kind of... I'm kind of bummed that Alec, Alec didn't play. I know Ben Ushay didn't feel well, but I don't know. I kind of feel like at this stage with everything that's going on at LAG, bro, you just got to battle through that. Like, you know, I'm not really know, too sure what happened. You don't know really. how he was feeling. Yeah, I don't know what happened. On, so I would just like, you know. I mean, how, did you hear anything, Chris, about yeah, what happened I mean, to Alec? Maybe I'll ask my, um, them later. But I was just going to touch on, like, this series, at least, this series is chalk. Like, bro, I mean, the guy was sick first map, and then after that, like, I'm, I'm not really warrant like, taking – any like thing from like stats or like the performance because bro it like it's chucked. just mental chalk. It like, was chalked. They they fought they fought back on the map four with an actual player, but I mean, this this team just struggles in hard point now. Um, I feel like their S and is pretty good. They they've been able to push teams or win those S and Ds. Their control's been all right, but like you said, they just have two main ARs, and I think that when these guys go back home, I think they probably look at potential solutions to that. I don't. The thing is though, with like our cities being like how like. Star study is, and then uh, him obviously being sick this event. Mm. You don't, really, you can't really like gauge like what he's been doing for the team, like because he, he's sick. Right. So like dropping him, say for example, and trying to get like a flex player, because I don't think you drop assault here. Like I'm sorry, Alec, but like Alec has assault. Alec has not been playing good this entire year, and yeah, I'm sure he's been going through stuff. And here he was sick, but like, what does this team do? Because I think Exceed's been playing a lot better. I still think that this team is kind of, I guess, investing well, in Joe. They were finding a lot of success in challenges with Diamond Con. Maybe bringing Diamond Con the in might help. The thing is, though, them. like with uh, with the rumors of like LAG, like potentially going to give away their CDL spot or, yeah. or whatever because the organization's pulling out of esports. They just don't care. They're not going to like go and get this guy a visa. That's his issue. He doesn't oh, have a visa. The visa. Who? I forgot about that. Diamond Con. Diamond Con. Oh. He's Canadian. Yeah, but do they yeah. just? What, what if they just like let him? Like, I mean, I, I mean, see, this wouldn't be ideal. What if they just let him play from Canada online? Because he comes to the events anyway. I don't think that's he, can't, he, can't, he can't compete at the events. Wait, why? He's here. He's playing here. Bro, if he doesn't have a visa, he can't work in the U.S. I guess you're. Well, I guess you're right. What if they? What? Yeah, he can't do that. What? Then what's this loophole? Because he signed to the academy team. He's paid by them. I'm assuming. I mean, what has he? Has he applied for a visa? It's it, it's this is not a is a very difficult on stream conversation. It's like. There's always like a gray area with challengers and traveling and the overseas stuff. Like I, I don't think you can't expect every challengers player to get a visa. Ah, whatever. Either way. But like, but like at a pro side, if he's gonna compete, he's gotta have a visa. Either way, they're just in a tough spot because I do truly think that their respawn um, issues stem from that whole a double AR thing. They just play their their AR duo plays slower than every other Wait, AR duo. But game. to some of what you're saying, you're saying drop Alec and pick up Diamondcon. If I mean in an ideal world with the way Alex's been playing now. Yeah, but don't they don't does that does that not solve the double AR problem? Diamond Diamond's a flex. Yeah, Diamond Con is more of a flex. Diamond is right. a flex. Is he gonna is he gonna play? He's more this, AR heavy. This is this, this conversation they want though. This conversation, bro. They literally were on the academy team together and found success and literally were pushing good teams. Bro, I I, I don't regardless. I don't At think, the beginning of the year, I don't though. think LAG is signing any player. Yeah, I know that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, like, I this agree. conversation is pointless. It's they're not gonna do I'm anything. I'm just saying either way, these guys don't really have any options. They just have their substitutes. So like. What do they bring Spar back? Is Alex not playing well? 
Maybe. It's going to have to be a substitute. I mean, arguably Sparta looking at... Neptune. Arguably looking at this stat, I mean, Marky B played just as good as Alex. <laughs> Marky B, he, did, he well, did his thing. He did all right. He went 13-13 and 13 in the control, and then I think he went 0-6. So I'm not uh, faded. Everyone here agrees that there's, their issue is they have too many AR players that just traditionally play slower. Yeah. And the better, the one that's been playing the best is Assault. So naturally, if you were to make a change, what do you do? Yeah, nah, I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen with LAG moving forward. I definitely think with the whole news coming out that they're they're laying people off and trying to sell the spot. I just don't think they care about this team anymore, and it's sad, man. It is sad to say that, but I don't think they care. I don't think they're going to make any changes. They're not going to spend any money. I don't think they're going to do anything. We're, the 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 most they can do is go to their bench and maybe bring in Neptune or Spart, but we'll see what happens with LAG moving forward. Vegas, I mean, we'll talk about the Vegas team uh, in the LATs match because we'll see them again in a loser's round two. But let's go over to the next one. We got the Minnesota Rocker going up against the Los Angeles Thieves. Let's switch on over and take a look at the stat sheet here of the day. and see what's going on. I mean, Pat, we'll let you kick it off here, but this was a 3-0 sweep. LA Thieves took care of Minnesota Rocker with ease. I mean, it's, it's tough to sit here and say like I told you guys. But 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 I told you. Guys. <laughs> Listen, I I know none of us had faith coming in, in, into this event because they went zero and five in, in the online stuff. But yeah. but I mean, yeah, I mean, to me at least, coming out of Boston, I kind of just saw right through this team. Um, I think these guys are are fraudulent. To to, to keep it nice, um, I just don't think they they have it. And I know I know they 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 tweeted like, oh, it's just a terrible performance out of us. Blah blah blah. I think there was a video of like. Looney bitching at them for being late to practice and all kinds of stuff. It's Brian Saint. Like, I thought it was Looney in the clip that I watched. It was Looney. Yeah, there's bitching. a there's another there's another clip of Dan talking about them being late to practice. Where's yeah. this? Where's this video? Uh, it was on Reddit. Oh really? You guys gotta check out Reddit. How did, well, how did that even well, make bro, it to he, the internet? Uh, well, here's the issue with this team, bro. Bitch down, bro. First off, they <laughs> they absolutely tossed first map. Like they had everything set up. They got the P2 back spawns, and then they just didn't push out. Yeah. These broke them to the front. So that was. Unacceptable in general with this rocker team, just don't play quick, they don't play organized. And with Vegas now making a deep run, and we'll get to him later in this, that 40 point lead that they had in eight spot is now 20. Their margin for error is they're back in the same problem they had last year, bro. Mm -hmm. a good start to the season, got enough points, but bro, like they may this team, but they continue to struggle, continue to stick with it, and don't get results. Like they may not make it for champs for the second year in a row. Why are they still and a we'll, roster, Ben? I don't know whether a roster now. After the series, and you responded to the tweet, Brett Diamond, who's CEO of Version 1, which is parent company of Rocker, did the classic thing of tweeting, you know, it was unacceptable with the results. We have trust in our coaching staff. I, I would assume all options on the table for this team because they got to turn around ASAP. I think what they mean is that their coaching staff will make decisions, whether they stick together or, like, opt to bring in some of their challenger players. Well, who's um, making decisions? Or on if they bring in like somebody, or if they try to get somebody like... Got to be the whole example, staff probably something. together, no? I think, I think this team's issue is they did the reverse Seattle. They yeah. did they did they no, they did exactly what Seattle did. They had a good stage in major 1 but this time it was major 2 for Rocker and then they came back and just got absolutely smoked. The the issue with like I them, don't believe the major 2. Well, they had a good major. They had they had Bants and and no, Afro. They got top listen, 3. Bro, like, I don't like, care. I'm just saying regardless they had a good major. I don't even I'm not even saying that. <laughs> listen, let me finish my point. The thing is, though, with Seattle, they always had a niche. They were just really fucking good at respawn hardpoint specific. Rocker, they were, like, pretty, like, average or, like, above average at, like, most things. But they weren't exceptional uh -oh. at any one thing. And I think this is where 
I don't trust this team to turn it around next stage no, because they didn't. They never had something they could lean on. Yo, is there a fight breaking out? Seattle's woes were nah, always. Nah, nah, just, just some challenges. Seattle's going woes on. always came from one game mode. This team's woes come from every game. Bro, mode. they, bro, they're on a thirteen. Are they on a thirteen game losing streak in search? I, I think thirteen. I think if I were this team. I would look at making a change. I get it that there are people on their team that bring intangibles or maybe are good at certain things or have played well in the past, but this team just needs a new look because they have they don't have a niche at all. And no, they're, they're struggling. They have, no, they have no real win conditions, no map pool. Mm -mm. They have a little bit of a break now. I think there's a two-week break right between this major yeah. next one. Yeah. Uh, they have a lot of time now to trial a bunch of different versions of the roster and find one that works just like what Florida did. Because they're going nowhere and they're sinking fast, and teams at the bottom are getting better, and they may not make it for champs the second year in a row. And I think for that franchise, that's the, 100 percent unacceptable. The biggest problem with Minnesota Rockers—they don't make use of their kills. They get kills, they don't—they don't do anything with them. Too fucking slow. They on just the map. stand around and just like hold irons and just do nothing. Like, I feel like Afro is definitely the one guy in on the team that I feel like is trying to get active and trying to make plays and be an impact. But I just I get really frustrated watching them play sometimes, and I don't know how they don't see it when they go back and, and review so these every, games. Bro, I'm gonna I'm actually every rocker team we have seen since Monoware for 2019 had the exact same fucking problem. It's the one that you described. They had the same problem on for 2019. Asim was the only one that played fast. The same problem in Cold War, and they picked up Sandy. They got a little bit better. They were still slow last year. They were incredibly slow, and Sandy didn't play that good, and so they end up doing a full roster wipe, making all these changes, pressing went to New York. And then this team's got the exact same problem again. Like, yeah, I don't get it, I man. agree. And then uh, the Minnesota lost 13 straight S&Ds now, that, which is I think is a record, um, which, I, which is crazy because they broke Seattle Surge's record, I think. That's hard to do. Which is very hard to do. I mean, how we were shocked when it happened to times, Seattle. How many times has this team been 3-0'd? That's the difference with Seattle. Is like Seattle was just losing searches, but they were still like – other maps at times. Yeah, this team is getting just three O's. Yeah, so they're not even winning time, maps, bro. Like, and that's why I'm saying they just need to make they need to make a change. I think the only person on this team that is safe is Afro, simply because he him more often than not is their pop off guy, yeah. and everyone else on their team is just inconsistent as fuck. Mm -hmm. Well, listen, let's move on to the next series. Obviously, Minnesota Rocker go home. We'll pay close attention to see what goes on there. We're probably going to expect some changes there. If not, they got a lot of stuff to work on, so I'm not really too the sure what's going on in that camp. Who can they even get? Uh, they'll yeah. dip in a challengers. They, they got an academy team, right? That's the like maybe like Real or I, somebody. I think I think the only so if they if just looking at their academy teams since I they I'm need pretty, a new look. I'm pretty, I'm pretty. I know them all. Um, I think Pander and Goderex are usually considered slower players. Um, yeah. they're not considered like the super speedy cracked ARs. Not saying that any of them can't do it. So if naturally, if you're just looking at their team, they're probably looking at their subs to yeah. at least make one change there. I do think Pander could be a, a good flex and a good leader, but at the same time, I don't know if they're going to look to their ARs because I think they invested a lot in Attach. Obviously, they built this team around him. And then I think Cami, I think, has still been up and down, but I think Vance has been the most inconsistent player for this team. And it's not I'm not saying he's bad. I'm, I'm saying like, like he's either... Winning them games or just bottling. Yeah, them. I mean, I mean, all say fits that too. Cammy fits, fits that too. Like, yeah. Chris, all say is I love Dylan. He's my guy. Manage him, but I think all options are on the. I think Afro is probably the only player on this team. That's why I said that's undroppable. I mean, even Dylan. I just, I just think Rocker gonna have to start trying a bunch of different versions of rosters that may include different ARs, different subs, and try and find over the next two weeks. Yeah. 
what works. And I don't I don't think they can play favorites just because they gave someone a big contract. I think trialing is they a good try idea and win. if they have time. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I I know uh, I'm sure the coaches are going to have to sit down and, and talk amongst themselves and see what they want to do. But we'll pay close attention to the Minnesota Rocker uh, moving forward. But let's hop into the next one. We got another losers Round one, we got Optic Texas going up against the London Royal Ravens. This one went all the way down to a map number five. I think a lot of people thought Optic was going to run away with this one. But London put up an absolute fight, and obviously Optic was able to pull through in the map five, get the W. I mean, I'll kick things off. I thought Nasty and Asim today for for London was, like, unbelievable. Especially, especially Nasty. He was insane. The plays that this guy was making around the map – I think he was a big reason why they even got to a last map, personally. Yeah. Uh, but love to hear what you guys think, as well as I still think Optic's making mistakes that they shouldn't be making. I think this is a team that if, if Optic's playing the right way and, and keeping their fundamentals in check, I mean, even in the first map, I, I think it was big from Optic when in the second rotation they just really started, or sorry, not the four, uh, first map, the fourth hard point, uh, the fourth map, the second hard point. I feel like Optic did such a better job in the second set of rotations just rotating, holding lanes, chaining hills, like staying disciplined, where the first set of hard points, they just seemed like they were always running and just, again, just in that mindset of just go, go, go. Uh, I think they're definitely going to have to work on that when they play top teams because it could really hurt them. I think top teams will punish them for stuff like that. So curious to hear what you guys think. But for me, MVP of the series was nasty. I thought he played great uh, for London, but obviously London, they got the loss today. They're going home. Not really too sure what's up uh, with these guys in the future. But, I mean, Chris, we'll start with I, you I on, on this one. I think on the side of Optic, you got to give the MVP of that series to Dashi. I think Dashi started to play yeah. a lot better, and he was fucking bailing them out. Yeah, yeah like Bruce, Bruce so saved them like three or four times. It was absurd. Yeah, he was saving the fuck he out of the He was going team. crazy. Um, In terms of Optic, dude, Hook Online, compared to his land performances right now, he's just not Sound transitioning Sound EQ it. Merchant He's just not transitioning it, it um, statistically at least. He needs to start playing better for this team. <laughs> Um, I still think a lot of people are still scapegoating Ghosty, and I'm not saying Ghosty I is agree, playing dude. necessarily the best, but we've already talked about what he's doing for the team and how, like, that's just not, like, you can't rely on him to do that, being a new guy. But on top of that, the only thing I think you can criticize Ghosty on is his search play. His search play has not been good. And I'm going to, and, and I'll tell you, his search play was not good. But the respawns, in terms of why they're losing, I don't think you can really just blame him. On top of that, these guys are playing Fortress Control every series. Yeah, and how they is that happening? Bro, they, because they I suck. Have no they idea. suck so bro, much. they, dude. No, I think these of you know that uh, map. I'm, I'm actually, sorry. I'm they got to get that map I out of here. I was balding before the series because, like, we saw the vetoes. You're balding? Balding. Like, I was uh. like, upset. <laughs> because Optic banned a CeeLo control in the series. I know they're not good at it. But London have not won that at all this they season. Ha they haven't won it once. It's so like, like bro, it's like, bro, you're just wait. Like, I get it, man. Like, they're not coughing that game out. They're Optic, weirdly enough, one of the worst control teams in the game. But, like, I don't agree with the Fortress, like, 50-50 play here. They keep losing it. They're, like, 1-6 on the map now or they something They need to just like stop playing it because yeah. I feel like the fact that they're, like, I don't know if these guys are actually this fried, but the fact that they're getting rounds because they're, like, guaranteed to win defenses is, like, making them play. It's like, oh, we're competitive at it. And yeah, no shit, because you're, everyone's winning defenses. Everyone's competitive at it. Stop fucking playing it. Like, unless you're playing a team that is by far better than you at asserting control map and mode, I get it if it makes in a series. But that's not London. The fact that it made in this series was a fucking joke. Um, yeah, just terrible, terrible ideas. On the side of London, though, I think we've all been pretty high on ASIM. I know he hasn't played, like, 
superstar performance every time, but I feel like he's like not the reason why this team struggles. I think he's doing everything he can. Him and Nasty are really. And I've good also this said this before. Nasty's a good. Yeah. Nasty's a good player. He's on. I feel like he's just on a bad team right now. I think London's problem, and even though they've been pretty competitive, at least in their last recent matches, the reason why they can't string uh, games on the board is they don't have a second sub. Paul is not a sub player. He is a flex. He was a fucking flex in Vanguard. Yeah. He started off this team as a flex, and they just bullied him onto a sub, or maybe he wanted to run it because he felt like he'd be better at it. They've been playing better with the role change. Like, I, I agree with you. They, they, they have, needed they a have, change. But they have, but they're not. he's not a fucking well, sub player. I, I mean, I just, I listen, I'll, I'll say this, even that aside, Bro, I don't care if he's wearing an AR and a sub. Last map, he's the one holding the pinch in like three different situations and gives it up. Sub AR in her hand. I know sometimes like certain lanes are harder to hold, but like, bro, you're playing optic on Mercado. You know Shotzi is pinching every life. Why are we giving up the pinch and throwing away rounds? Like, I think it's just if they want to get better, it's probably without Paul. But similar to LAG, when the work situations be tough for them to make a change. Yeah, I mean that's like regardless of the play-by-play -play that you just gave. Just from the eye test, bro, they don't have a second sub player that is a that is playing well or playing up to the standards. I think Scraps, although he didn't have like the best series, you can see he's still putting up damage and he's still contributing to the team in a certain way. This team just doesn't have another sub. And I feel like if they can get a good aggressive sub from wherever, these guys might actually stand a chance on being able to come away with something. They should, they, they could have if if these two bro, him in, uh, we, nasty, we talked through the well. series, like Lennon played really good. On the Hydro, they absolutely tossed the end of that Fortress S&D. Yeah, I don't they know did. how they lost that. Map 4, they were big after the first rotation. Uh, absolutely broke down a P1, P2, lost that one. Like, this was a very winnable series. I think for, for London, you know, they just find new ways to lose. And I think you're right about your point. On the optic side, I just want to circle back and talk about them. Like, I don't – you grind this one out, I don't think they played that good in this series. I think no. Bruce hardcore bailed them out. Um, I think Kyler's decision-making – Still a massive Bro, problem on this team. Those S and that S and D fortress was criminal. It was, was criminal, well, let's, bro. I let's was like, to, oh my uh, god, I thought they were gonna lose. Let's go to Pat. I want to get Pat's thoughts on this. I mean, Pat, uh, you mentioned sound equalization. Cheese. Who are you even talking about? Who, who's cheesing? Talking about Kyler. You talking uh, about Kyler? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we talk about this like with players who like don't have the best awareness, and like Austin's called this out. Like when players and even teams don't have the best awareness in game decision making, sound bells you out. That it is does. that is what the it online does. Online, the land is so different. Yeah, in this I, game. that's it's stupid. I, I don't even think the sound matters. It's the fact that it bells out the players who don't have good awareness. And Kyler's a great example of that. Like we've talked about some of his plays in general. Um, he's not the only one as well on this team. Um, I yeah, I think listen, these guys are struggling. They got shit on yesterday by Boston. Let's, let's call it what it was. They got shit on, and they're struggling to beat arguably a bottom four team. Like struggling, probably. I, I, lost I mean, the I agree. They are Bruce struggling, but out. they have two people that like overperformed at least one person that massively overperformed the 1.3 out of nasty i don't think we've seen that the entire time nah, nasty said nasty said something like but he's had some good he's had some good series i'm no, not saying today, listen, that's kind of i still, insane I still, today. Insane today. I still agree today. with you like this is unacceptable but it was a crazy massive listen, if i'm an optic fan i'm i'm worried i'm not an optic fan but i i am, <laughs> I am worried if i am one um because yeah i mean i just i haven't seen one good thing out of this team yet not one uh, i've seen a bruce bell out and we've kind of known that was a known quantity like bruce has been capable of that all season long. He built him out a few times, dude. Um, Ghosty went positive in a series. Bro, this is what we talk about. Thank God for my fantasy. This is what we talk about. Like, listen, <laughs> it's, it's the same optic team we've been talking about, bro. They have enough talent to win events with this team, but because of their decision-making, how inconsistent, how disciplined they are, they're going to have series like they had against Boston. They're going to get smoked. They have series like this where they're going to grind them out. But, you know, they've got now a really interesting run. We'll talk about the next series. That has a bit of big effect now they're on their run. They're probably going to play Fortress Control again, Ben. 
Wait, what oh team? What's, who I, are they playing next? Florida. Florida, bro. If I see them play Fortress Control, I'm going to lose it, bro. I'm going to actually lose it. Yeah, and obviously we'll get to the matches tomorrow because we got some interesting matchups to get to. Uh, and this is what Ben was talking about. Let's go into the next one. We had the Florida Mutineers going up against the New York happen. Subliners. Uh, this was one that I don't think anybody expected. The major one champions get eliminated today to the Florida Mutineers. Um, three to one. Florida came out. They took care of business. And honestly, I thought Florida looked good. I think we got to talk about the first map. I think Florida, the A comeback toss. on the first map was insane. I mean, New York was up so many points. I'm not sure the exact number, but the way Florida was able to stay composed and bring it back was just super, super impressive. Uh, and then they went into the S&D, and it was clinical from them. I mean, they made the S&D look easy. I think that's where Florida's going to shine in the search and destroys. No, they've been, they've been horrible. But, they've, been, uh, but, they've been horrible but, at search but recently. But they're a new team. They're a new team. I feel like they have good S&D players. I feel like on land, they're going to shine in S&D. And they looked really good today. But what mean, the fuck are the stats of this series? Dude, that's what I was saying. I'm not, well, it's because it's, it's, it's of, yeah. of the control, I think. Oh. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, I think this really – when the same way we talked about optic, right now New York's in this weird box where they're so day to day. Some days they get on and they can beat everybody just hot three zero, and some days they get on they're just completely and utterly off. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think the weakest performances have come from the AR players at times, but I don't know if that's a product of you know they're just day to day and they're just sometimes on or off, or their systems need a little bit of work. Um, but they tossed the first map. They got absolutely curb stomped on the fortress uh, S and D. Like bro, havoc was like. Doing pull-ups on the railings, yeah. Like it was, it was, uh, it, looked, it was a clinical, it was like, a clinical bro, search. It's clinical, and then obviously the control went to New York. Cause I think that's, is, I think but. that's been their issue. Is like we've, I've said this before. We're gonna do a stage in the year where like everyone is gonna be able to take a hard point off you. Yeah. Like everyone's gonna be competitive in that mode, and sometimes with the way this game is, we've all talked about some spawns. The yeah. sound horn, just no, like, no, there's no, no red dots. Oh, no, no, red they dots. didn't lose that map on, bro. They lost. Bro, I'm not saying they, they did. Didn't lose I'm that map about, on spawns, bro. I'm, talk, I'm just talking about like in general. Like this is gonna happen, like versus every team. It might not happen necessarily now or whatever. Like they can't just simply rely on beating people in hard point. They gotta get good at search, and they are not good no, at. No, they've search. been they've been decent. They've, they've been, been okay. They've been oh, they've they've gone from being bad to okay in search in the split, but like. But look, they literally played the I series mean, and they the, lost a search, I, and they lost and it and it was just over. The same thing happened versus Toronto. They lost the search and the series was over. They yeah, they, they had a tough time getting over those O2 starts. Yeah, I mean the the hard point choke was criminal though because they had the rotation of P6. Like they they I'm pretty sure they flipped for P6 and they got broken in the back like. Like, I don't know about all that. Um, very disappointing placement for New York. I, I think that dead last. They got top eight the last event, dead last at this one. Again, they're lucky they won the first event. Otherwise, they might be in real trouble for chance qualification. I don't know if they need a roster change. I don't think really Wardy's going to fix or change anything for this team, but I just think they need to rethink on whatever they're doing in terms of prep for online and land matches. They've been hella inconsistent now in for general, a month and a half. I think Priesta in general, in their stat, at least in the stats category, hasn't been playing up to the level nope. that he was playing Correct. in the first major, uh, which is kind of unfortunate. I don't think he's been playing terrible, but he has not been playing as good. And on top of that, with their with, with coupled with their search play, like they're just starting to lose HPs, and they're starting they just haven't been well, that good at search. They so don't do anything together. That's what I'm saying. They just they just they they're not able to get away with these situations anymore because teams caught up to them in hard point, and then they're just not that good at search. So they're just relying on like trying to win these controls, and it's just, just also not paying like out. They're not a very resilient team, like in general. Like I just don't think this team handles adversity well in series. Like put your mic up a little bit, Pat. Oh my bad. Yeah, you good. They they lose this close series, and I feel like they're just a different team when when shit like that happens. When they lose close games that are just like catch them off guard type yeah. games. 
Because, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, like Ben said, they got literally curb stomp map, too. And I don't think that's, like, the, the case if they don't get, you know, touched up on game one. I mean, the fourth map was a close map. It was pretty back and forth. I know Havoc made a little solo play yeah. at the end. It was getting really, really close. Definitely uh, and, greasy play. Yeah, and Havoc made a made a I like that bet. Made a greasy play. Did a little sneak play to to get the dub. I know the control was a clean sweep for New York. I mean, they looked really good in control. So a quick three zero. Uh, for me, I think search and destroy is a problem for New York. I just I feel like every time they play it, they just rely on a Hydra to do something crazy or just rely on somebody to make an individual play. I just feel like they need to find a system or, or you know go over their search and just try and figure out what they want to do and what the objective is, because sometimes they just seem like they're not on the same they page in that game mode. They need some strategic diversity. But like I said, dude, look at that fucking hard point, that fourth map. Hard points nowadays are coming down to, like, somebody just making, like, a really cool heads-up play yeah. or, like, some weird fugues happening, and teams come away with wins they probably sh or they you don't think they would. And yeah. it's it comes down to those searches. It's, it's, it's the only consistent game mode in this game right now. Mm-hmm. That's why you see teams like Atlanta FA is just dominating that one game mode on, like, every map. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too sure. I mean, if you're New York, I mean, you go back to the drawing board, you figure it out. I still think when you watch them play, they're a great team. They're a super talented team. I mean, I don't yeah. think this team's going anywhere. I think they're just going to go back, try and fix some of the little mistakes that they made, uh, and come back in the next stage and, and try and make a run. And then for Florida, uh, obviously we'll get into predictions at the, at the end of the series, but congrats to them because I thought it was a good series for them. Uh, I, th I thought a couple of these maps were really close. And they were able to make those uh, those ice winning plays, those clutch winning plays, to send them to the next uh, round. And, and they're still battling to try and get that eighth spot. Yeah, they're still battling. They're trying to get the champs, obviously. So they need points here, man. And you know, Florida's feeding for those on points. On the side of Florida, because we didn't really touch on them. Like, I mean, good for them, bro. It's yeah. good to see them like yeah. come out and upset a a, a a top team like this, uh, especially with the roster change. Havoc played pretty damn good, and he obviously made a, a game-winning play. I feel like they're a gritty um, team. Yeah, yeah. So good for him because, I mean, I've, I've been hard on Havoc. I feel like I've said that Havoc doesn't play very, you know, systematic and fundamental. And right. um, either way, it's it's panned out for them so far. So let's see if they can keep it going. Yes, sir. And then we hop into the final series of the day. This one was unreal, dude. What a series. The Los Angeles Thieves going up against the Vegas Legion. Vegas Legion take them out 3-1, to one, and the world champions are going home uh, for the weekend. They will not be playing this weekend. Uh, what did they finish? Top eight, was it? Top six? Yeah, top eight. Top eight. Uh, what happened to LA Thieves today? Uh, what went wrong? Brother. What happened to them this event, bro? I what's, what's the name of Scum's new podcast? The breakdown. That's what happened to them. No way. Map. Okay, so what's going on by map in this one? Map one might have been one of the biggest comebacks we've ever seen. It was, what, 148 points? It was 206 to, what 60. was it, 60. 206 to 60. On, on a hotel. like we, That is insane. On a hotel. Rotate the kitchen. Like, and just it was five, five hills. I swear the kill feed was all orange. It was all Vegas for like four or five hills. Like it, I've never seen anything like that. It was insane. Oh. They couldn't win a gunfight. It was nuts. They really got 27 points in like five. It yeah, has, it was nuts, <sighs> dude. It's almost like, I don't know what happened. It's like they dropped their controllers. Oh. And there was a little, uh, people were complaining about what the stair glitching. Yeah. Uh, what are you looking at? What happened, man? What's going on? No, I'm just watching the real stuff out. Oh, uh, Jesus. He's, uh, like, zoned in over there. I was like, what's nah, going nah, on over there? I think just did uh, wheel and platforms away. But, nah, man, I think, like, they broke down map one. Um, I, I don't think you can blame anyone in specific on these. I think these all just couldn't. Bro, they they looked, they got to, like, 100 no star. They it trolled. Like, we are like, GG, go next. And then, uh, bro, you, you can't. When you play Vegas on land, they are everybody's second favorite team. These people want to see this team succeed. And... 
They started getting that momentum in the crowd. You heard how loud it was, and you know what happened to Clay when that's going off? This man starts to turn Super Saiyan. Yeah. He was absolutely just, he got like probably like five kills in a row, double arch. Like, I don't know how that's possible. And they clutched up at the end, man, and then they went to search. And we know a CeeLo search is a house of horrors for LA Thieves. And again in this series, bro, time and time again with this LA Thieves team, bro, they are really good at getting first bloods. They, I think, what, this, they went to, uh, they go to round 11? Yeah, yeah they, they went to eight. round 11. They, they had eight, eight first, first bloods, bloods in 11 and rounds yeah. and won five of them? Yeah. Like, you just, at this level, you just cannot keep throwing. They're so bad with their numbers, away. dude. I don't know what it is. But it's like when they have an advantage, they just, like, lose their heads. But, but I don't, I, like, they, just, they don't group up. They ne they're always separate. That's if how I feel about New plays, York. They, they never group up when they get these numbers. They're always separated from each other. And whenever a guy gets in a fight, bro, look at that one round um, where Envoy was on that orange truck on a CeeLo, mm -hmm. and he was in a gunfight. It was a, such a long gunfight. Both people over like yeah. used their entire clips. Why the fuck is nobody, like, helping him? Yeah. Like, and just getting that kill. They're just separate, and they're not helping each other in search. Obviously, there's probably more nuance to that, but, I mean, like, for Thieves this event... Outside of outside of like us talking about their S and D and not being able to close out numbers, yeah. which has been a problem the entire time, I mean they just they just fell flat. Like it's just they just had a shitty event. It's happened to more than one team. Um, I don't really know if we can talk much more about that in terms of at least the thieves camp. But dude, for the Vegas team, um, they've they've looked a lot better. In Donnie, they've dude, looked yeah. a lot better in respawn um, with Turiel. I know they start off slow, but the fact that they were able to make that comeback and had that resilience obviously is a testament to. I guess how much better and more composed this team has been with Two Real on their team. I still feel like their S and D has gotten worse. I feel like it was better with Prolute, but they were able to squeak that one out. Um, their control, bro, oh, so bad, so, so bad. Dude, what is wrong? Why, why, dude? It looks like it looks like they're not even shooting back. Their, at their team is just trying to play Fortress every time. Yeah, could just get the just trying to play the Mickey Mouse, but yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure teams are vetoing Fortress against Vegas. There's no which, way. Which is why it happens because it gets bro. in against every other team. Bro, they're, they're, <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, they won. I thought it was looking like maybe they turned a corner because they won a hotel control like earlier on in this major split. Uh, and we're like, oh, maybe Two Real will improve their control. No, this nope. this team is utterly lost in that game mode. Like. Uh, they, they lost got to Marky B on Fortress. They can't play that map, bro. Yeah, no, they actually <laughs> they can't. lost an like, offense. Like bro, so. They got 3 0 They got three in the control, and it just Let's went by so fast. It but just then, But then nuts. we got to the last hard point, our Mercado hard point, which for both teams has been a decent bread and butter map for both. Um, and I think, man, I think Turiel is making some insane plays that map. Dom is making some insane plays that map. And what have we seen again, bro? It comes down to, like, P5, P6 momentum grab. A team gets P5. They get flipped. They don't get P6. Streaks come in. They get 60-point clubbed. And then uh, uh, it got a little sketchy at the end with Vegas. Like, they kind of trolled the P3. A little bit. A little bit. And then uh, they clutched up on the on the P4 to win. And uh, I think we've talked a lot about Vegas looking for this sort of signature land win um, with this team. I know they had a pretty decent top eight placing at uh, Major 1. They got top eight at Major 1, right? It's on top six? Top eight? Top eight, I think. Yeah, but chat will know. Chat, what did what did Vegas get? Donnie also fried this. this but Donnie series. played really good in the series. Yeah, one point eight in the series before. Both the both. The, yeah. Listen, what are we talking about when this team first formed? Like, if they're gonna win, it's because their ARs, the star ARs, need to go off, and the sub players making plays off that. It's exactly what they got for today. They got I know top the, six. I know the stats aren't super pretty for their subs. But they were both making plays, and the ARs were just unkillable today. Well, the like fourth the communication map was really good too. Yeah, yeah. The I don't, I don't they did a listen the stats. I don't even mind the stats of their subs. They have, I mean, look, this kills are spread. The damage is good, too. 
TJ yeah. and Two Real really kicked up in a map four. I think they really showed out. Yeah. They showed what they're capable of. They were just taking good routes. They were winning big rotational gunfights. Just being a nuisance, being annoying. I mean, you you could look at the stats, but if you watch the series, I mean, they were they were making plays for sure. I feel like the stats for the sub players don't really show the whole picture. Um, but I think Donnie has been unreal for these guys. Donnie Temp has been that guy. Oh, yeah. He's been that, He's guy, that guy, dude. The, the amount of two pieces and the clutch plays that he makes. I mean, even the, in the S&D, when he clutched up that 1v1 uh, against Kenny and closed it out with Clay. I know him and Clay had a little moment on stage where they were getting hyped up. I, I like the duo, man. I like the Clayster probably, and Temp duo. I like that. He's the stat leader for the tournament, to be honest. He might be. I don't know exactly what the, what the tournament point, full stats are. He had a 1.8 and then a 1.3. Yeah, that is I don't insane. Know how, I don't know how long these are going to be able to keep this up, but I still think, obviously, their biggest issue is going to be that control. I feel like they've reg they've regressed in search a little bit with Tyrael, but their hard points look better. But, like, I feel like their dynamic is just so weird between their subs because I feel like Tej is so good at search, but he's just not very good at respawn. And I feel like Tyrael's better in respawn and just not that good at search. So, like, they have, like, a give or take in terms the, of, like, their sub their sub duo, which is, like, so weird. Is I love the matchup that they might have tomorrow if they play Breach. If they play Breach, they have a they have a chance. I think they have a really good chance. I think yeah. they have a chance. Yeah, maybe we could take a look at the matches tomorrow. I got them pulled up. Uh, really good win for for Vegas, man. I think they really showed out today. Uh, I think it might even be a little confidence booster for them. I mean, they took down a really good team, so they might be feeling pretty good going into tomorrow. Uh, excited to see how Vegas comes out to play. But let's take a look at some of the matches tomorrow. We start things off with Optic Texas. Going up against the Florida Mutineers, man. Florida is a scary matchup for Optic. I know it's a new roster, right? They haven't this new roster. They didn't uh, it's history kind of they, they so. haven't, they haven't put up. But it's yet. I, I, I just it's feel the Dave like Dave Patty factor, bro. He's not. Is he's it not, Dave Patty? It was the Dave Patty factor. Are you Vanguard. sure? It I don't, was. I don't know if it was Dave Patty. I don't know if it's just like a mental block. I don't know. But I just always feel like when Optic meets up against Florida, it's a major maniac. It's just, it's just a scary sight for the Green Wall fans, man. It's a scary this sight. Is like the worst matchup I think you would want for an Optic. Like, Florida just play unorthodox. They're so weird. Yeah, yeah, they just play weird as hell. Yeah, it's nah, New York would have been worse for them. They actually kind of, they actually, I would say Optic kind of dodge. If they, if they had played New York first match, I was like, uh, I don't know. I think I think Optic will get done against Florida, but based on recent history, this one might be a game fiver, bro. I don't think they. I mean, this one might might be a might be a full I, distance. I, I favor Florida in both S and Ds, and I also think there's gonna be a fortress control in this series. There's no way, bro. I, I will lose f composure if Optic doesn't veto that map. I think it's gonna be a fortress control. Why would an Optic just veto? Just get it out. Why would what, they what, veto is their, it what is their today? record against it? Uh, on on Fortress oh, no, control. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. The the new Florida team doesn't play a Celo anymore. Yeah. So if they're smart, they get they they force hotel. Yeah, they should one hundred percent play hotel. Don't play a silo either, bro. Uh, it's they such have a to force hotel, fun, otherwise they're going to another Mickey Mouse. Yeah, bro, I think it's going to be a fortress. I the, there could be hydro in the series, bro. Like I, I think I listen. All said and done, I think I'll have to go find a way and get it done in game five. But it's not going to be pretty. I don't think. Do you think they're going to get it done twice, back to back days in game five? Yeah, I think so. Nah, they don't got ice like that. I don't know. I could. I. I feel like Optic's the better team, but the only thing is, you don't know what what kind would, of Optic we're gonna get. I would agree with that, except I saw Florida smoke New York. Yeah, which was really threw us off for sure. And then of course we got the matchup, right? Tyler Fellow going up against Dan Ghosty. Those are that's like the duo right there, man. They're like brothers. Uh, they sound the same. They look the they, same. They the same played person. together. I still think they're the same person. Um. Yeah. They. They seem like the same person to me, man. So I just feel like that's a really exciting matchup. 
Personally, I'm gonna go with Optic in the last map here. I'm gonna go three two Optic. I could see this one being a grueler, Listen, but Chris, I think, who do you I, got? Think, I think Dan. I think Dan has a chance here. He's going up against a couple challenger players outside of Havoc. Brack was in challengers for a bit. Bello was in challengers, and his Cap was also in challengers. So these are some players that he's probably used to playing. He might be a little bit more comfortable. Uh, know their tendencies a little bit. Um, I, I think I think I got Optic taking it, but I mean I don't know. This this could go either way with the way Optic's been playing. What do you got, Bat? You got Florida or Optic? He's gonna say Florida. You <laughs> see it in his face, bro. Wait, wait, wait. What are you guys talking about? Listen. What do you got, bro? What do you got? <sighs> He's going to say Florida. You think so? He's not going to say Relax. Optic's going to win. Bro. This, guy's, this okay. guy's a rat. I'm actually going to go with Optic here. Oh, no. shit. I think, I think Optic's going to get 3 0 <laughs> by Florida. No, no way. Uh, Dude, this guy uh, can't uh, be uh, serious, bro. <laughs> 3 0. Do you think they're going to get 3 0? Yeah, are you trolling? You've got to be trolling, bro. I'm going to be quick and done. Man, hey, but last time didn't you weren't you right last time you said that? I was. That was crazy, bro. This guy just be just, this guy. <laughs> I, be I, don't, I don't think bro. it's gonna be this like a DoorDash so challenge three zero. I think it's gonna be a grueler like 3-0. a grueler three zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, interesting. All right, Ben, you agree with that? For uh, like Florida three zero optic. Yeah, do you agree with that? Now nah, you're fitted for that, but <laughs> I, I can see like Faded early same shit. I can see Florida going up two zero and then getting reverse swap. That I can see. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for this series. It's the first series of the day, so uh, we're gonna start things off hot tomorrow. Excited to get into that one, and we got Atlanta Phase going up against Seattle Surge. This is always a tough matchup for Atlanta Phase. I don't know what it is. I just feel like Seattle matches up well against them. I feel like it's like their hard counter in some way. But with that being said, I feel like Phase is playing some of the best COD they've ever played right now. I feel like they look insane. I mean, I've heard about their scrims. Heard they're not even dropping maps. Uh, they're impossible to bet against. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just feel like you can't bet against FaZe right now with the way they've been playing. I feel like they're very confident right now as well. Uh, things have just been looking good. Practice is looking good. Boys are feeling good. They came out. They got a really uh, quick W, uh, and they move on to play Seattle. I'm, I'm going to go with FaZe in this one. I'll say 3-1. I can see Seattle taking a map, but I don't see them taking down FaZe tomorrow. But I'm curious to see what you guys think, Pat. I think if Seattle can come out and win this game one, I think they could push it the distance. But if they don't win that game one, I think they get 3-0'd. I think the problem with, with this matchup for Seattle right now is the maps they've been getting good at searching, and we've seen them be competitive or win, are Hotel, Embassy, yeah. and Asilo. And we know FaZe is going to beat a Hotel. So they're going to have to either – they're either going to score up on both somehow – or, or they're going to have to win a Fortress or Mercado, and they have not played Mercado, they're, they're so gonna it's going to have to be Fortress, which we have not seen them win. Um, they, although, although They tried the Mercado pick against them. If I remember correctly, they tried the Mercado pick against them. They got slammed. The season, they got slammed. Bad. So, so the pass, yeah. the, again, I think Pat's right, though. I think if Seattle win map one is an interesting series. If not, this might be a quick three. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I want to say phase, obviously, yeah. but like on some trolley shit we were talking about on the, on the reverse sweep, I was going to be like, for some reason, I have a feeling that Seattle Surge, if they play them, will be the team that beats FaZe in a search because it's just like it would be hilarious. Like they were one of the worst search teams. If they end their like streak, it would be funny. Yeah. So I think I'm going to say Seattle's going to win and it's either they're either going to win last map because they would take the final search or they're going to win 3-1 because they take the second search on some on some trolley shit. Mind you, but still, I'm yeah. gonna make the prediction for for the LOLs. All right. So anybody did did you go, Pat? Did you give your prediction? Yeah. Yet? yeah, yeah. Okay, we got it. So let's go to the next. We got Toronto Ultra going up against Boston Breach. Bro, these matches tomorrow are insane, man. These are these are like the top teams right now going at it. This is gonna get really exciting. Is it the coin flip of the um, three. This one's super. Like I'm this. gonna go with uh, Toronto Ultra in this one. 
Bro, I, this is I, a coin I just, flip. I, it is a coin flip. I feel like Boston right now. Actually, I don't know now. Actually, I don't know, bro. I need to actually After what I saw Siri. from Beans, it's like, can I bet yeah. against Beans, Boston, bro? Boston beat Toronto Ultra in their final match with Standy. Yeah. And now they're going to bring Hick. They have Hicksy on the team. They're going to be looking for revenge. Yeah, but that was the lose full series. It was. They, yeah. they just got back from the event. They haven't made a change yet. And they were obviously planning to make it a was, change. No, it was their second match. Was it the first that match? That was their first match. It was their first match. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, who do you guys got in this one? I don't even know what to do here. I'm, I'm like, lost on this one right I got, now. I got Toronto. I, I just think the way Kleenex is playing, Scrappy also, um, they've been, like, world starring consistently. And I haven't seen Beans do that consistently. Like, he's definitely capable of it. He's done it in a series, but then he's also had series where he just got absolutely smoked. But he's played well for, I mean, I mean he hasn't like has 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 world starred, but he's been playing good in their last couple of series. I think outside of the first series yeah, he played with that team, he played good every Kleenex, other Kleenex series. Kleenex has been having like 1.2s. He's been playing like yeah, an yeah, easy yeah, I mean, level. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I'm going to go Ultra here. I also think we finally need to get a phase Ultra winner final. We've been calling it. Been calling that for a minute. We have been waiting for that. So I think that'll be a good series. So yeah, I'm gonna go Ultra three one. All right, so you got Ultra three one, Chris. Who you going with? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the underdogs again. Awesome. I think this is a. I wouldn't even call him an underdog. Well, what I'm saying is, I think this is a coin flip series because both teams have been playing really well in the stage, and both teams obviously had a really good win in their last two matches. So, um, yeah, I'm just gonna go with Boston. Just. Fuck it. Let's throw it I to the underdogs. I think this team can take it. Guys, I don't just know if they prediction counter on. Bro, I don't point. care about my prediction counter. I just like to have fun with it, you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I don't think it's a chalk to even go with Boston. I feel like Boston feel has a good chance a, in this yeah, series. A, this is a 50 50 yeah, series is. with the way it both teams have been playing. I agree. Yeah, I but, definitely yeah, he agree. Also, he also picked Surge. Yeah, but that was that was an admitted truth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yo, on some uh, hilarious. You tell me that wouldn't be funny though if Surge beat fucking Phase off their record, off their streak in a search. I can tell you who on 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 one of their that best would be maps. Nuts. I can tell you who wouldn't be laughing. Austin Lidicote. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Would be, <laughs> he would be fucking livid. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure uh, Austin will uh, will come back on the couch. I mean, he was here earlier today. We were talking to him a little bit about it. But even Sam in the interview was like, yeah, I mean, he smoked us. I mean, he had every right to talk a little bit after after the game yesterday. So, uh, Austin, he, he Pat, what did you think about that? That's, that's your, your guy right there. Austin, you ever see him get chirpy like that? Yeah, see, I think because this is the problem here. FaZe has been winning so much S&D, like going on this crazy streak. They obviously aren't watching S and D VOD. I think Slasher's just going back and watching old me VOD and kind of learning. I've said in interviews. S and D maps. S and D maps. I thought you were gonna spit some knowledgeable take right there. Unless some weird shit happens. S and D maps tomorrow for Phase Surge, a Celo, and Fortress tomorrow. Yeah. Who do you got, man? I got. I'm gonna go Ultra three three two. I. And I want to pick Boston, but I think I'm gonna pick Toronto game five. I don't know, bro. This is this is such a mixy series for both them. It means so much. Toronto trying to avenge what the fuck has happened uh, to them from the last event, and obviously the change. Boston's been looking to make it deep in a tournament, and they've come so close, get so far. So like, it means a lot to them. Um, I think I'm gonna take Toronto, but I, I bro, this one of the the last two, especially this one, face Seattle and Toronto, Boston. Like any one of those four teams can win this. Yeah, well, listen, we'll see what happens tomorrow. We got a lot of great matches. We had a long day today, so we're definitely going to clean up and get out of here and get some rest for tomorrow. But, guys, I really appreciate everybody who was in the live stream all day today. You guys are absolutely incredible. Thank you to all of you guys behind us. I appreciate hey. you guys. Thank you for sticking around uh, and watching. 
Uh, I just thank you guys so much, man. Seriously, thank you for all the love, all the support. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube, anchor.fm slash the flank to check out all the audio sites that we're on and go follow at the flank on Twitter. Gers doing a phenomenal job running socials, so make sure to go show him some love. Take care, brush your hair, and we'll see you guys tomorrow on another episode of The Flank, man. See y'all on the watch party. Take it easy, man. Good night. <laughs>